It's the Mego Museum Podcast. Scott and Brian each sold separately. Hello and welcome to the Mego Museum Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Scott. And I'm sorry that it's been three months since we last uh, sat down and did this. I can't believe it's actually been three months. No, me either. We recorded that podcast in October, and then mm. it's just like this like hyperspeed march through Halloween and Thanksgiving and Hanukkah and Christmas, and boom, here it is. Uh, we're ready to start uh, 2012. Exactly. And, uh, but we're, so we're, so we're, at least we're squeezing in one podcast before the end of the year. Yeah, and you know, I was thinking about it today, Scott. I, I got about eight years, and then my kids will be teenagers. Mm. Then, then I'll have all the time in the world to, to podcast. So, right, you know, you know, I've got a plan for twenty twenty. That's right. Now, yeah. when when your kids are teenagers, you'll be desperate for anybody to listen to you. Exactly. So, um, and uh, yeah, well, I've I've got uh, my four year old is going to keep me busy for a while. But um, it's frankly nice, you know, having a four-year-old. It's actually nice to get away and talk to any human being at all. Uh, so, hi, Brian. You're my best friend. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> um, I won't call you daddy. Okay, please. <laughs> so, we wanted to, uh, I guess, do kind of like a year, little year-end wrap-up of uh, things in the Mego world. And um, so, you've been putting together. The, your list of nominations for the 2011 Cubby Awards. Yeah, the Cubby Awards. If you're not, uh, if you're not, if you have weren't with us last year, are the uh, awards. And I'm happy we're able to actually hand out awards to more than one company for uh, excellence in what we call Rebigo. And um, we have a lot of candidates. This is a really a year chock full of of, of great items from many different companies and uh it's it's kind of exciting to be to live in a time when we do this so the nominations are going to be posted on the museum this week and then they're voted by you so all the winners are chosen by the masses and uh it it should be interesting to see how it shakes yeah absolutely so let's uh let's start off with the uh the the favorite remigo line of of 2011 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it's nice to see how many we can choose from here. Yes, I mean, uh, you know, it, it should be said that the 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 first one, of course, is, is retroaction superheroes, and mm-hmm. this may, of course, be the last time that they are on the list of Cubby nominations. Maybe um, not. They're just to sidetrack it a little bit. There's yeah. been a little hint that Mattel might be bringing it back as a Maddie Collector line. I was going to say, there are some rumors afloat out there. Yes. Now, and... It's all Gossamer right now, but you know what? Let's let's keep an ear to the ground. Yeah. Do you know this, the source of those rumors? Or do you, uh, ha- do you have any, 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 any inside information, Mr. Mego Museum? I do not. Okay. I, do not. I have... Uh, we are the last, the last to I... know, frankly. <laughs> Well, the last time I talked to Paul Clark, he was like, "Hey, you owe me money," and so that's that's been the focus of our conversations. Oh, okay. So you, yeah. you've been dodging Doctor Mego ever since. Yeah, a little bit. I might <laughs> take my thumbs. Uh, yeah, I saw I saw Paul posted uh, in response to it on the museum today. It's, it sounds like he doesn't have any inside information too. But you know, it's the weirdest thing. I, I'm, I'm hesitant to to. Uh, to to admit this, but I actually this morning had a dream about new retro action superheroes. Which ones? Uh, I, it was uh, Riddler and Robin. Oh, cool. 
cool. Those yeah. would be my two favorite. Yeah, and they had yeah, you know how it is in dreams, it's all, you know, hyper real, but it's like they were they were labeled Challenge of the Super Friends collection or something like oh, that. Cool. So I it's been a while since I've had toy related dreams. Mm-hmm. And uh but anyway, I know it's been uh, at least six days for me. Yeah. But uh, but but anyway, before we uh, before we see what comes next year, um, going back to review last year, for while it, while it was going, retroaction superheroes were uh, had some great great material that came out this year. Yeah, the fourth wave is really what came out in 2011, uh, along with the Maddie exclusives. So you've got Dark Side, Martian Manhunter, Black Adam, Shazam. Uh, four uh green lantern exclusives right it was a four that's Kyle, right john stewart so it's you know we got eight figures this year that's that's a pretty lofty number sure i know that i was steadfast against wave four buying them because i just figured i'd bought too much and i've been in superhero apathy that is until i saw them on the shelves yeah and i fell for them especially martian manhunter with his green tarzan-esque bodysuit totally floored me i really like the figure so you know it's it's bittersweet they're gone but maybe they're they'll come out number one this year in the in the uh the fan awards again well that, yeah that could be and then and then also we had some retroaction ghostbusters was this in re, in reaction to the uh the two-pack that came out at the end of the year how much was offered for ghostbusters this year i think it was just janine and i think the villain's name is sam hayne right don't hold me to that I, right i was like 16 years old when that cartoon came out so you know yeah i don't retain any of it it's not 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 in my wheelhouse at all no no um, was, ghostbusters was a great movie i saw once right so yeah right and, well you know and i i still see those ghostbusters on the shelves in, in toys r us yeah, they never made it to Canada. So. Is that right? Yeah, we got the heroes, but not the Ghostbusters. Yeah, well, the heroes sold out real fast, but the Ghostbusters sort of hung around. Mm-hmm. But uh, but they do have their fans, and they're and they're you know they're definitely attractive toys. Yeah, um, no, I I think they look good, but it's just you know if I bought them, my kids would be playing with them because I think they've seen the cartoon more than I have. Right. So. Right. Um, so coming up after that, Doctor Who. Yeah, I was a particular fan of this line, obviously, um, and and this is this would it's going to be a troublesome year for me because there's been two lines that I've been really appreciating. Doctor Who being probably edging out the uh, the the MC Universal monsters, but just barely. Um, it's it's the perfect combination of Mego style to a show that was out in the Mego era. Yeah, and. I don't know about the states, but in Canada, like I, I don't remember a time without Doctor Who. Like I started on the third Doctor, I was probably five, and Tom Baker came out when I was about seven or eight, because Canada was a little delayed, and I went to the store looking for Doctor Who toys all the time. So that's so sad. Are. Yeah, well, not so bad now. <laughs> I've made up for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like the Doctor Who figures. I got I I I only got the the major and the fourth Doctor. Um, so far, I, I passed on the Cyber Leader and the the Master. Mm-hmm. But um, I love the packaging of them. I actually still have them in the package. I haven't taken them out yet. Um, but it's a it's a it's a great presentation that uh, Biff Bang Pow did. And um, I know we'll discuss. Uh, I think packaging is is a later nomination. But um, sure. 
um, yeah, and excited to see the 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 next waves of Doctor Who come out this year. Very excited. I can't wait to see what they've got planned either. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and people people really seem to be eating up the Doctor Who. I there's a, a lot of uh, a lot of fans on the boards talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems so, to be over, overall positive, which is nice too. Yeah, yeah. So next on the favorite favorite Remigo line of 2011 list is uh, Star Trek, mm-hmm. continuing to boldly go. Finally, yes. Captain Pike and the Salt Vampire got released. I mean, they, I had these on pre-order for a year. Yeah. And it just kept saying, "Well, maybe next month." Keep going, and then finally, we got our Pike and Salt Vampire. Um, I know a lot of folks had some issues with Pike. He's a bit generic. The salt vampire to me was just killer. No, the the yeah, the, I mean the Pike. Um, well, there was the sort of bewildering choice that somebody made to to paint his flesh, mm-hmm. uh, to paint his face, and it just it, it just gives it a look that is unsettling for a <laughs> amigo collector. And uh, and yeah, the head was seems a little it actually seemed a little more cartoonish in a way. Um, compared yeah, to the other truck stuff. Yeah, there's some lost on that. Um, yeah. But the, the, I think for me, you know, I didn't, I don't really, I, I, I might still be in 1976 mode where I don't need more people. Mm. I like the aliens. The aliens. I think it's the opposite for a lot of collectors, however. I think I think that from what I've read, a lot of people were more into the pike than they wanted, than the salt vampire. That's interesting. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I love the salt vampire. That was the very first, uh, Star Trek episode that I saw, uh, when I was a kid and, uh, that thing freaked me out. It's pretty creepy. And it's very creepy and it's, uh, it's a weird, disturbing Mego, um, in a really good way. So yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's a great alien and, um, it looks great next to all of them. And, and, you know, we've said it before a million times, but I'm just I'm I'm so happy with what what MC and Diamond did with with the the Star Trek line. Um, you know, starting with uh, the Khan figure from a few years ago. Absolutely, uh, it's just really awesome, awesome aliens and figures. Mm-hmm. So good job, guys. Yeah, that that that's been very appreciated. Yeah. And, and speaking of appreciation, uh, you're, the next one on the favorite Remigo this year is uh, Lost. Yay! Something you're you're a mild fan of. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yes. Well, thank God the the, the second wave made it to the shelves and into our hands, and um, uh, I was really I, I I was really happy about them. Um, I'm 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 obviously I'm glad that they got made, and uh, I think that. Um, uh, you know, the line had its detractors, but um, they did a lot of interesting things with a with a difficult property. And uh, um, yeah, so I don't know. I you know I've said so much about Lost. I'm not sure what to say. What do you what, What's your take on it? I thought they were kind of neat. Um, not being, uh, I, I you know I I stopped watching long before the end of it. Um, but I do kind of appreciate the idea of having extra figures, especially as a customizer. Yeah. You know, I like some, I love the Dharma jumpsuits. I love stuff like that. I, I will be inclined to pick some of them up uh, when I see them probably in person. 
Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm not sure if the second wave is ever going to be the 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 first wave is pretty heavily discounted at this point. You can you can pick them up pretty cheap. Um, I'm not sure if the second wave is going to be that way because they only made a thousand of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it, it you know I I tell you I I, I begged. Biff Bang Pow to, to figure out a way to to make more of those jumpsuits available, yeah. you know, because because you know tracking down multiple Sawyers and just for the jumpsuits and then figuring out a way to change the labels and blah 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 blah. So, um, I'm blessed with knowing um, the company that gets all of buys a lot of diamonds returns, mm. and I'm going to keep an eye on them when they set up at local shows. Because that's how I got most of my lost figures, is I got them on damaged cards. Right on. And, uh, you know, as soon as I see some of those, I'm going to pick up as many as I can. Well, you know, um, just in uh, in relation to this this best of situation, um, you know, I, I certainly I know up against Star Trek and superheroes and even Doctor Who, um, the lost, you know, may not stand a chance. But, um, you know, I got to say that... that for whatever faults there were on on the lost line, um, I think Biff Bang Pow did a, a tremendous job with the clothing, um, and this this relates to pretty much everything that they make. But the lost, you know, the the, the suit that came on the Jack uh, on the Jack figure in Wave Two is uh, it's like I got to say it's the best Mego business suit ever made, and there's no been a, there's been a lot of them. But it's uh, it's it's just it's beautifully detailed and beautifully tailored and and uh, fits really well on the muscle body and and uh, that was a great figure and the Sawyer in the jumpsuit was fantastic um, and Saeed was really popular um, and I'm st- I I've really they they've kind of converted me on the whole um, females with molded hair um, situation I think I I may be in the minority on that but I thought that as far as like creating um, uh, some good likenesses of, of a well-known actress. Um, it was a smart choice to go with molded hair that you can really control as opposed to doll hair, which, you know, is always going to be kind of like doll hair. I, I um, agree with you. Only on the basis, and this kind of segues into the next entry, Venture Brothers, I got the Dr. Girlfriend, and I think that was the first molded hair figure I got of a female. Okay. And it would be really hard to pull off her look with doll hair. You know what I mean? I think it, it because she has that Jackie Kennedy right. sort of bob cut, um, I was thrilled with the, the molded hair Yeah. on her. You know, I can see it. You know, there's. There, I think that I could see the Dr. Who Leela going with long doll hair because it suits the character mm-hmm. but those short bobs kind of hairdos kind of look better as molded yeah you know? well yeah if you if you want to control the likeness it's uh mm. yeah i i think it's it may be the best it's really is the best way to go um it'll be interesting to see you know the the molotov character from from venture brothers yes. uh is going to have long molded hair that goes you know down her back um it the the it worked pretty well on on the on the Juliet and Claire figures, um, and there's no question that it, it it limits the the mobility of you know for posing, um, you know because it's just you do have this like stiff piece of plastic which is kind of in the way. But um, in any case, it's a you know it's an aesthetic choice and a, and a practical decision that that they made. And um, uh, there you go. We'll be debating it for years. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, so yeah, the rest of the Venture Brothers, though. Wow, what an exciting line of action figures. I really liked this year because they got to my favorite character, which was uh, Dr. Orpheus. Yeah. And uh, they did Phantom Limb, a character that I'm kind of iffy on, but they did such a great execution that I think is fantastic. Yeah. And, of course, you got the other Venture Brother, you know, in uh, in Hank. Right. Or was it Dean? Uh, it was Hank. Hank. Okay. Yeah, Hank, Hank came out with Dr. Girlfriend and Dr. Orpheus and Phantom Limb were paired together. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, the Phantom Limb is, you know, you talk about um, a really uh, sort of an advance in Mego science. Um, that, that, that clear body was something that got people ex- really excited, especially for the customizing potential. Um, and uh, a beautifully, beautifully done figure. Mm-hmm. I would love to get many of those clear bodies as I could, but you know, I'll have yeah, to wait that out. It doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like they're going to be made available, but we'll have to keep keep waiting for for those clear <laughs> bodies. Doctor Migo, I want we're that. As, we're, we're good whiners as a collective, I think. Oh yeah, we're great, self included. They love us. Uh, yeah, they love us. So and then so. Uh, we go down the list. We've got uh, Commander X. Which is uh, Jay Piscopo's uh, comic book character, and and bless him, he makes his own action figures and he does variants and he gets people excited. And uh, he just before the end of the year released a new version of uh, Commander X, and I'm just gonna look it up because I can't remember what this one's called. Uh, it's on the front page of the museum if anybody's looking. What's the variant? Night Avenger. Night Avenger. And this is a more of a cape and cowled looking Commander X. So I, I'm very fond of the, the work and the effort being done in this comic. It's it's definitely a bit retro. Totally. But there's um, just a lot of creativity and cleverness to it as well. It's not completely hindered by that. And, and, and Jay's philosophy seems to be to make comics fun for kids again. Uh-huh. Which I'm very much behind uh because of i'm I'm not the biggest fan of uh, a certain the way things have been going in comics i think i don't think i'm alone there either right in the fact that i don't really want to see disembowelings in green lantern yeah you know yeah yeah well i gotta you know i really admire the, the 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 full commitment that that they gave to this uh, to the character and and the line of action figures, um, uh-huh. it's been it's been going on for a few years, and it's uh, you know um, it's really well done. There's a lot of love and passion behind it, and, and I think uh, I think that's come back because a lot of people are are very fond of it. Yeah, you know, it's, it's got its own appreciation, right? And you know, and 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 it's a it's a it's a it's another great example of what you can do with the Mego format. Um, you know, and that here's a, a, a small press uh, comic book that has the capability of, you know, making a professionally made, um, you know, really good looking action figure to go with their yeah. property, um, you know, without, you know, with a, a very small, you know, commitment. So it's sort of like, you know, you're self-publishing comic books and you're self-publishing action figures and it's, uh, you know, it's a win-win for, for the users and the creators. Yeah, it's all good. I, I really like it, and I hope that there's more of it. Um, the next one, of course, uh, being Biff Bang Pow's Twilight Zone, 
which uh, has a huge following. It's a, it's a classic show. And I'm amazed at the mileage they've gotten out of this iconic show. Mm. They've created some really decent characters in this line. Yeah. Yeah, and they show no signs of, of stopping. No, no. I've had to look up a few of the characters. It's been a long time since I watched Twilight Zone. Yeah. Um, but I used to watch it every day after school, so a lot of those characters stuck with me. But they're, they're, really, they're really mining it and getting some great some great ideas out of there right right so I'm well excited you know yeah and and you know and on the basis of, of of bringing us you know not one but two brand new william shatner inspired migo figures mm-hmm. um you know they they we may have to do like a, a special honorary cubby award just for that Absolutely. Um, you know i mean how cool was it to see william shatner um you know in the booth at biff bag pow signing you know for that action figure um and uh and and it was a, a beautifully a beautifully done a beautifully done set of figures. Yeah, the head sculpt was actually done by my good buddy Sean Sansom. Yay! And uh, who did the man tooth figure as well? But uh, it was really cool. Don Carter, Bob Wilson, two pack. I'm so happy to see that sort of Mego versatility. That's like going back to the alter egos a bit. Right. Where it's you know, same head, two two sets of clothes. Beautiful stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fantastically done. And then, um, I guess rounding out the year, we had uh, the Heroes in Action line, Presidential Monsters, which is a very kooky and fun idea that, uh, you know, I've got a set. You know, you sit there and look at them and go, I can't believe I'm holding this. Because you, like me, we know Mark, the president of Heroes in Action. Yes. And, you know, it just seemed like such a bizarre concept. And he had the wherewithal to take it right to the end and actually release these things. And they're they're really well done. They're they're wonderfully um, comical in their own way. And and they're just they're just a lot of fun. I mean, the packaging artwork is gorgeous. The outfits are insane. It's it's a really well done line. Yeah, yeah. No, Mark absolutely took it and and ran with it. And um, a lot of people, their first reaction was, "What the heck? And why?" Yeah. Why do I want these? And you're doing what to Richard Nixon and why? But um, I, I've, he's even converted a few of those critics. Um, he certainly has. That, that was really amazing to see that turn around. But, you know, I'm, I'm holding the Ron Me right now, which is a Ronald Reagan mummy action figure. <clears throat> totally bizarre. Yeah. But totally awesome. Right. Well done. So, uh, yeah, and hopefully there will be more. Uh, I think actually the biggest problem with the figures was getting your hands on them. Mm-hmm. I think supply will change in 2012. I know there was a whole bunch of supply issues. Um, I know his inventory got returned. Some of, Half of it got in. Half of them got sent back to Hong Kong. He's not happy. Oh, God. Um, yeah, so, but, the, you know, and he's got lots of pre-orders, but he's really working on it, and... Uh, I think good things will come, especially because I finally got a set. Um, so I think we're going to see some things turn around. And I know he's already working on Wave 2. Right. He's shown me some stuff, and it's, right. it's, just, it's just as wild as Wave 1, just as topical and very, very funny. Well, certainly with you know the, with the presidential election coming up this year, now is a, a great time to, to kick it in gear with those and um you know i think i I think they're great because i do i do think that they appeal to a wider uh variety of people than the one might even expect um 
I think, you know, my, my experience at Comic-Con was seeing, you know, just a whole lot of people who didn't necessarily look like they would be, you know, they didn't look like any Mego geeks that I knew, but they were all over those, those presidential figures. Cause they were just, you know, I mean, are they're artistically incredible and, and, uh, uh, very witty and, um, just strange as hell. <laughs> it's just like if you're, you know, I, I'm a fan of 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 odd and incredible things coming into being in the world. You know, it's like it doesn't necessarily need to exist, but I'm really glad that it does. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm of, of that mind too. And this is just a fun idea. So yeah, yeah, and and I hope I, now. And are we going to see the actual? non-monster versions of the presidents or i'm really not sure i i know lincoln is de- a definite yeah and i know jfk is happening right but i'm not sure we're ever going to get a richard nixon doll we'll see we'll yeah see. well we'll have to we'll have to we're, we're hoping to have mark on in a future podcast to talk about mm-hmm. about uh that and many more things um so look forward to that but uh yeah, so that's a that that uh, it's amazing. I don't know how many years we are into this sort of this remigo phenomenon, but um, that's a pretty 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 decent lineup for 2011. Mm-hmm. And and 2012 actually looks like it'll it'll improve that uh, with the the two announcements we had, obviously being Six Million Dollar Man mm. and Battlestar Galactica. So right. I'm, I'm curious to see what announcements we're going to get in 2012. Right. Cool. All right. And um so moving on, what's the what's the next category in the in the in the cubbies? Well, we we move on in different categories. The first one is the best horror line of 2011. We're just breaking it down. And of course, we've had four entries this year. We've had Universal Monsters, uh which was knocked it out of the park this year. Um MC's Make Your Own Zombie Kit, which we failed to discuss, but we should. Uh, it's a very innovative item from uh, from the guys at MC. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I think it just came out recently. It's a $50 item. comes with a DVD and all the parts to make three Mego-like zombies. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I'm not a huge fan of zombies, but I really want this set. Really? No, the creativity of it is just, it's brilliant. And, you know, I also figure that buying one is voting for more make-your-own MC kits. Sure. And you've got to think the next genre they're going to tackle is superheroes. They've got to <laughs> hope. And I, think, I Su- think that's great. Superhero zombies, you mean? No, just superheroes. Oh, superhero make-your-own. Make-your-own superhero kit. Got it. You know? Got it. Well, you know, I, I need to grab one of those kits. Um, there's actually a, 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 a running joke um, in, the, in the Lost community that the seventh season of Lost was going to be the zombie season. Oh, cool. So, you know, if I really, if I, if I really want to stick to my guns with this whole Lost thing, I really do need to make, like, a whole wave of, of Lost zombie action figures. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll be the only guy doing that. <laughs> well, it won't be the first time. But uh, yeah, yeah, the zombie kit dropped for Christmas, and uh, uh, a lot of uh, several people uh, uh, were excited to, to get started working on it. So I'm sure we're going to see some really cool zombie stuff showing up on the custom boards at Mega Museum pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Or, I I hope so anyway. 
Well, it's gotten rave reviews, so I'm imagining we're going to see some neat stuff soon. Right. So the rest of the horror uh, line is uh, Night of the Living Dead. Hmm. Which actually shouldn't be there, because the figures haven't launched yet. Oh! I swore they had, but they're due in January. So I'm going to have to move that out of there. Okay, well, that's my fault. I'm, I'm reading from old copy, apparently. Yeah, no, but that's because I didn't... It's all mental okay well <laughs> I have to read my line all right then you're in charge of the for the rest of the podcast got it um, <laughs> and then of course presidential monsters leads out the horror this right. year going on to that we have best hero and uh this list might change if you're reading if you're listening to the podcast you're li- reading the poll which i'll probably launch on uh wednesday right now we've got it down to uh doctor who captain pike Jonas Venture Sr., mm-hmm. yeah, the, the original, um, you know, the very thinly veiled Doc Savage of the Venture Brother family, uh, Captain Marvel, Shazam, Martian Manhunter, and Dr. Orpheus. Uh, there's probably somebody I need to add there, but I haven't quite thought of it yet. But that's a pretty tight, uh, a tight race for best hero right now. Absolutely. Yeah, we neglected to mention the, the, the Jonas, Jonas Venture and Rusty two-pack that came in the in the in the the collectible metal lunchbox from Biff Bang Pow, absolutely, actually, actually, got to be one of my favorite toys of the year. I forgot to buy one. Did you? Yeah. I I picked mine up at uh, at, at Comic Con. Um, oh wow! I knew I, I you know I think they're I think they are still available online, but I didn't want to take any chances. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I, I picked it up in person, and uh, it sits proudly on my toy shelf right now. It's a beautiful, beautiful presentation. So I, I, um, I, I really admire the the kind of uh, creativity that Biff Bang Power is showing in, with some of that stuff. Um, <clears throat> and uh, you know, and as a tangent, the 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 one of the things that I was told this year was that at one point they had considered making a Dharma Initiative lunchbox for the Lost Line. Oh, too bad. But it fell through. Oh, man. Anyway. I know one little four-year-old that would have had to take in that to school every day. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what's next? Well, then we're flipping the spectrum. We have best villain. And right now, as as of this writing, we've got a lot to choose from. We've got the Phantom Limb. We've got the Mummy. uh, We've got Darkseid, who is the big bad of the DC Universe. Uh, Salt Vampire, although I guess you could kind of argue that he's a sympathetic character okay. uh the the ron me i threw that in there uh sam hayne from ghostbusters dracula and the cyber leader and of course field major steyer and the master so there's a lot to choose from wow that's a yeah. long list we got a lot of bad guys this year that's right you know um so that that's uh, and then actually you know i gotta add dr girlfriend as well oh wow so that, right. that's going to be a toughie for me, uh, and of course we're going to pl- we're going to show the runners up in all these as well. So, and then we move on to best likeness, and uh, we've discussed some of these characters already. But uh, we've got Bob Wilson, Don Cartner from Twilight Zone, which is of course based on William Shatner. That's our second Mego esque Shatner figure in forty years, and we're happy with it. Um, Tom Baker from Doctor Who. Uh, Henry Bemis from The Twilight Zone, which was based, I believe, on Burgess Meredith. Uh-huh. Time enough, alas. And The Mummy, uh, 
uh, MC Toys, which is a very striking Boris Karloff resemblance. Uh, we did include Dracula because I don't know if a lot of people know this, but the Dracula that MC made, the, the Universal doesn't have the likeness rights to Bella Lugosi. They have to be um, negotiated separately with uh, Bella Lugosi Jr., who is a lawyer. Right. And he's very protective of his father's image. So in order to get a Dracula doll made, you have to get a license from Universal Studios, then you have to get a second license from Bella Jr. Uh-huh. A lot of companies, and Diamond is one of them, opt out on this and just make kind of a generic Dracula. But they've been doing, toy companies have been doing this since the early 70s. I mean, the AHI Dracula is not Bella's face, you know. So it kind of feels right to do a generic 8-inch Dracula. You know, it's almost nostalgic because it, they haven't been doing Bella's likeness since Bella Jr. passed the bar exam. <laughs> who, who, by the way, I should I, you know, I sound like I'm demonizing the guy. He's actually a really nice guy. Right, right. Well, and, you know, good for him for protecting his interests. I mean, that's hmm. po- totally reasonable given, you know, the long and sorted history of of the merchandising business. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so so only four, I would I, I think I would go ahead and, and insist on a nomination for at least one of the, the lost cat figures. Well, that was where I was leaving that for you. As a likeness. Yeah, yes, I would go that. with. I would go with either Saeed. He seems to be a universally popular choice as far as a likeness. Um, although I actually think the, the, the Juliet figure is uh, a really good likeness of, of Juliet Mitchell. And she's in V. Right? Or Elizabeth Mitchell. And she, she was in V. Yeah, okay. That's where I knew her from. Yeah. And that's pretty good if I knew who she was. So. <laughs> her eight-inch counterpart. I actually wanted to buy one of those figures. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be adding some lost characters, and I'll probably go over uh, a few things. You know, I'm, with likeness, I'm, I'm not sure I want to include the Venture Brothers because they're not living people. But you That's know, like, reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. And there's another kind of short-packed category, which is Best Accessories of 2011. The two I have right now are Doctor Who by Biff Bang Pow, because each figure had a goodie, and they didn't need to. Some, mm-hmm. or some of them didn't need to. You know, Field Major Steyer has a pistol and a communicator and a removable helmet. Yeah. Uh, Doctor has, of course, his sonic screwdriver. And then the, the uh, what's brilliant about the Cyber Leader is he comes with the Cyber Mat, mm. which are their little pets that cause all kinds of havoc. And the Cyber Mat's actually just made another appearance on the, uh, on the, the, the current Doctor Who show. Oh, cool. Nice to see them. Um, and then, of course, we've got Ghostbusters by Mattel because those guys come with all kinds of crazy stuff. And I think this new two-pack came with the backdrop of the fire hall. Right. So a lot of folks might appreciate that. Um, this might be another chance to add Lost. I think some of the Lost characters had some accessories. Not, not you know, unfortunately not, not as much as you, as, as you would hope. Um, actually, Sawyer was the only one who came with an accessory, so... I think Lost would would I miss the bar on the accessory mark. Okay. Um, although that could have been solved with just a couple of Dharma beer cans, but don't get me started. <laughs> well, fortunately for you, they're easy to make. Yeah, yeah, but you know, accessories are are uh, like the icing on the cake um, mm. at this point, and and they are uh, you know it's it's a it's a it's an investment for these guys to 
you know, because every accessory that goes in there, it means more tooling and, uh, you know, more time and expense. So, uh, But to be honest with you, coming from the 90s, I used to collect the Simpsons figures by Playmates in the 90s. Mm -hmm. And somewhere in this house, I still have a box of, like, TV converters and donuts and beer mugs yep. that I never used. Yep. And I actually used to think to myself, I wish they wouldn't come with anything. Then you know, then rather than just these like indiscriminate objects, I will never display them with. Right. So you know, right. I, I appreciate the the accessories I get, but I don't necessarily always need an accessory. Right. You know. Yeah. So I mean, yes, the doctor has to come with a sonic screwdriver. It's Absolutely. Silly if he doesn't. Right. But he, you know, he doesn't need to come with anything else, and he did. That's, right. You know, like the hat. They they gave him a hat. I would have been okay with that personally. Right. So, and then uh, we're going to go down to what do you put the accessories in but best packaging 2011 and we've got retro action superheroes ghostbusters everything comes in a package so everything can be you know right on this list doctor who star trek lost commander x twilight zone venture brothers universal monsters presidential monsters um that's a tough one for me i i think the I think the art on the presidential monsters is striking as it is on the universal monster lines. But sure. I'm kind of monster biased. Right. So, you know, somebody else might say, Oh no, I love the, uh, the Garcia. I think it's Garcia. The, the fellow who the does Garcia Lopez, Garcia Lopez. Yeah. Stock art on the, the retroaction superheroes. It God, is nice I hope stuff. we got that right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, I hope so too. <laughs> Um, yeah, and it's it's interesting too because there's other things. There's so many different things you can that go into the packaging. Um, I mean, I am a huge fan of of you know the the painted character illustrations, both for uh, the presidential monsters, which are incredible, um, as well as the Star Trek portraits by Migo Art Director Halshall, mm -hmm. um, which are amazing. Um, uh, versus like the graphic design approach um, that you get with some of the Biff Bang Pow stuff, I think that I think for Venture Brothers um, and Lost, the the second wave of packaging was uh, seemed like an improvement to me um, in the design and look. Um, they changed the size of the card a little bit and stuff like that. But, um, you know, like the packaging on the Doctor Who, it's pretty much, you know, just has, you know, photographs of the dolls or whatever. But it's just really beautifully done. The graphic design is fantastic, you know. Um, and so there's, you know, there's different approaches, you know. Plus, of course, then you've got the, the like the box that um, the William Shatner Twilight Zone guy came in. Um, it was a nice deluxe presentation. And uh, and then the aforementioned Venture Brothers lunchbox was a fantastic packaging oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. solution. Actually, um, you know, Jason was saying that you know, we don't actually have the rights to do a lunchbox, but we can put it in a metal box, and there you go. Yeah, tote uh, they called it. Yeah, a tote. Yes. <laughs> that's right. So if you want to put a sandwich in it, that's your business. Mm -hmm. We won't tell anybody. But uh, yeah, so a lot of a lot of creative. Options and then the that uh, amazing box uh, presentation that they put the the zombie kit in is really yeah, cool too. I gotta admit that thing's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it displays really nicely. But uh, I, you know, I just wish I liked zombies better. But uh, yeah, no, you're right, and that is a tough one. And I've got a, 
I've got a few things to add now that make your own zombies being one of them because it, it definitely is one of the more striking things. We we didn't have a lot of duds this year in packaging. Right. So. Right. And then going forward, we have what you're looking most forward to in 2012. And uh, the hero figures starting off with uh, Flash Gordon. Castaway, of course, is doing Buck Rogers. They've had a slow year this year, but or no, they're not doing Buck Rogers. My apologies. They're doing Buster Crab as Flash Gordon. Mm -hmm. uh, next year, which is a classic Flash Gordon. Um, a lot of people are looking forward to this. And then we have uh, Leela from Doctor Who. This is one of the ones I'm really looking forward to. Uh, Brock and Sphinx gear. Uh, Brock Samson, of course, in the last season of Venture Brothers, joins Sphinx, which is a hilarious group that is, I guess, supposed to be emulating Cobra from G.I. Joe. Uh, if you're not, yeah. I don't know. Are you you're a viewer of Venture Brothers? I am. Yes. Okay. Yes. And of course, uh, this is one we haven't talked about, but Diamond showed off an eight-inch figure of Dawn, uh, a female comic character that I know nothing about. That's right. Except she has red hair, and um, that is going to be hopefully out next year. And I'm, I'm, you know, while I'm not a super fan of the comic character, it's neat to see another small press kind of character coming out in Mego form. And, you know, hopefully this opens the floodgates for all kinds of characters, like Vampirella and, and, and those kind of characters to come out, because I think there's a market for them in this format. Absolutely. So then uh, flipping it over to villains you're most looking forward to in 2012, and I'm still working on this list, but we've got things like Sutek, the... Um, the, 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 the villain from uh, the classic Tom Baker episode, Pyramids of Mars, uh, Dr. Henry Killinger, and Molotov uh, <coughs> yeah. uh, from Venture <laughs> Brothers. And I'll be, I'll be fleshing this out a little bit. I'm going to add the Borg and, and those kind of characters because they, they, these things slip my mind, and I'm still this is still a work in progress. I'm still on Christmas uh, holiday time, so I'm very... Uh, addled by a lot of food and drink right now right so right. and then of course we've got toy lines you're most looking forward to in 2012 and it's it's a it's a brave new world next year i mean we've got some neat stuff coming out we've got the star trek the next generation line six million dollar man Battlestar galactica we don't know who but we know that we're getting more universal monsters wow uh, doctor who venture brothers and Twilight Zone are going to be coming out next year as well. So it's pretty exciting. And, of course, some more presidential monsters. Um, I've heard, and I really need to do more research, but I've heard that someone is buying the Zika, Zika, Zika uh, Buck Rogers line as well. It, it may continue in 2012 as well. Oh, that would be nice to see. That would be nice to see. There, well, I'll have to get more information about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm. you know, maybe the guy who runs the site should pay more attention. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do our best. No, I, I just that was dig on me. I just I, I read it and I should have read deeper, but right. I, I'm a skim reader. Okay. So, so speaking of which, uh, the guy who 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 made the site, um, I, I gotta I gotta call you and, and ask like, why is it that? Uh, Brick Mantooth and the Mega Museum Super Collector are nowhere to be seen on this list. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of humble that way, um, <laughs> and you know, I think a lot of people like me, and I wouldn't hate I would hate it to, to yeah. compare, 
the view the the voting i may i may put him in i may put the super collector in best hero yeah leave, leave it at that but no i mean well you know it's a it's a, it, it makes sense i mean i just i'm i'm sort of teasing but i just wanted to mention that that uh to mention that because you know i think it is it makes sense i guess to sort of recuse ourselves from 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 that question yeah. and uh you know we've already gotten a plenty of love from from the community for for those figures and uh but it's 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 i definitely think they belong on the list uh if at least in spirit because um i gotta say the favorite my favorite action figure of the year is the one that i helped make well the other part of it might be my incredible guilt for not having more super collectors available yet Uh uh-huh and you know what i should just this is the perfect forum to talk about this those little museums he come with he comes with are a pain to make we couldn't make them in china because it would have cost me a fortune yeah i think about three dollars each um you know that and that just wasn't happening uh this figure is not a very profitable exercise just so everybody knows i'm not you know it things are selling okay and i probably won't lose my shirt but you know there there isn't a lot of money in it just so everybody knows um so i had a kind soul uh my good friend sean sanson who's also a toy sculptor offer to make these out of resin they're very time consuming to yeah. make out of resin add to it that he's an in-demand toy sculptor add to it that he's an in-demand makeup special effects man uh and add to it that one of the biggest productions movie productions has hit toronto uh this year and he is in charge of doing all these uh, creature effects for it um oh my goodness so it's you know this is a this is a guy doing this pro bono out of of the goodness of his heart and he's super busy so you know it'll happen when it happens and, and i think that the next time I see him, I'm going to get another 100, 125 museums, and then I'll, you know, the store will be open again. But, you know, nobody think that, you know, the, you're not going to be able to get one. That's far, you know, it just seems like I'm building demand, but this is the way it's got to be, and, 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 right. I'm fine, and I'm fine with it. I mean, I just, but I do feel bad that uh, people keep asking me, and I keep saying, oh, this month maybe, or this month, but the fact of the matter is, it's, it's a little bit of chaos right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a you know, it's a <clears throat> it's kind of a boutique action figure. There's mm-hmm. just no way around it, you know. And uh, uh, so it's we have a little bit of a waiting list, and we'll you know try to fill the orders as you can. And one of the cool things that's happening right now is that um, I've got a few things on the go where we're gonna. I think I announced on my site called the Mantooth Project, where I'm gonna do different versions of Brick Mantooth, uh, setting in, in sort of a parody style. So he's gonna be parried, parodying um, other action figures. Okay. That's, that's the concept. Right. And I've got some great friends helping me out with that. Um, then I've got um, we've got Steve Moore doing these crazy catalog fashions. For Brick, for right Brick Man too. The Man Mates. The Man Mates. Yeah. It, 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 these things are just, they, they bring tears to my eyes. They're so brilliant. Um, it's it, it's super fun. I mean, it's yeah. the just the whole notion that there might somewhere in, a, in an alternate universe be a fashion doll called Brick Man Tooth. 
mm-hmm. that, that that comes with these little outfit packs that you can get. And uh, no, St- Steve's done a great job, and um, Teresa uh, has done a wonderful job of of putting together a few of her own. She's come out with these great shirts. I've got one on my desk that that looks like a sky that the '60s Spider-Man would swing by. You know, like really funky and and groovy, and it's just. I love this stuff. I love that this is happening. So I'm, I'm, there is lots of distraction in the brick man tooth super collector world. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you and I have been going back and forth. I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. We're going to do a limited edition super collector on what would be a Kresge card. Yeah. Fairly shortly. Uh, we're just ironing out the details of that. So stay tuned for that as well. So, yeah, there's a, there's there's a lot of different ways that, you know, and hey, frankly, we've got a lot of action figures we've got to figure out how to sell. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, I've got it. I've got it in my garage and it's it's a manageable pile. But, you know, eventually my wife is going to go, what up with this? Right. So, right. I, well, I it's just that. it's a lot of fun. So, you know, and hey, if you know, if anybody out there listening can think of a really hot variation of brick or the super collector let us know that concludes our uh, reunited migo museum podcast um i hope we weren't too rusty i promise that it won't be such a long gap before the next one in fact might even be as quick as a week um the one thing we'd like to reiterate is that uh, please do go online to the museum museum forums and vote on the cubby awards because we want as many people as possible to say what their fate what they liked and what they didn't like this year yeah that's right and um uh voting is going to be open until what date brian uh i think uh if it's going to launch on wednesday i'll close it off on saturday the 31st okay and then the results will be posted the first week of january great all right well that's something to look forward to in the new year and yeah. uh yeah like we said we we said it's been it's been a great year for to be a amigo fan and it looks like 2012 is going to keep us busy and uh broke. working busy busy and broke yeah <laughs> that's right Okay. All right. Well, so until next time, it's been it's 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 been fun getting reacquainted with you, uh, Brian. It has been, Scott. Uh, we it's been far too long, and and we should let the audience know this is like the first time we've talked since the uh, the last podcast. That's right. I, I was it was rolling around my head. I wanted to maybe create some drama and go. This is our first podcast since the incident. <laughs> but, but frankly, we don't need any more drama in the middle world. Manufactured drama is still drama. So. <laughs> Amen to that. All right. So listen, until it, it's been a pleasure. Happy New Year to you and your yep. family. Right back at you, man. And uh, and to everybody out there in 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 Migo world, uh, thanks for being with us. Um, you know, again on the podcast and for participating in the Migo Museum. Absolutely. Um, Thanks to everybody for their support this year, especially on this crazy venture and all the other weird stuff we've done. It's it's greatly appreciated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 it, it's a pleasure to be in a in a community with so many great people, and uh, so we will do our best to keep the, keep it going. Yep. All right. So until next time, this is Scott, and this is Brian, and we're saying collect them collect all. Them all. We're total nerds. It's <laughs> terrible. Museum Podcast. Brian and Scott sold separately.